This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu, hence the name of the show. And today I have Maya Reen. She is a co- content coach, a content creator. She got over 10 million. I think you said that you even go for like over 14 million views recently on a, on a video. And uh, she's been getting the reps. I've been seeing it for a long time. So it's just a matter of time that she got a viral video and I, she got it recently. But I'm going to let her tell you more about her and her company her, and her story. But first, Maureen, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm excited for today's podcast episode. Um, yeah, I work full time as a content creation coach. So I help business owners build their personal brands across social media. That way they can increase their income. So I love doing that like super simply. I'm not huge on hashtags or like all the whole like, oh, you just need to do this one tip. It's like, no, it's consistency. And consistency has built my brand over the last several years. So I love helping other people do the same thing as well. Yeah, uh, I, I've been following you for a couple months now and I've seen you grow. I've seen you do some very cool stuff around the world. Uh, so I'm excited for you to to give us some some of your tips and insider secrets. You know, like what is it that, that you're doing that that is really working and uh, we talk about a lot of consistency and 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 all that. So just uh, give us some actionable tips or advice for the audience that might be a, a content creator uh, that, or an aspiring content creator that is just procrastinating or just doesn't know how to systemize things, systemize things, you know? Yeah, I would definitely tell that person that like ignore ignore the vanity metrics. So ignore the views you're getting, ignore the likes, ignore the followers, and just like schedule it into your calendar that it is a non-negotiable that you upload X number of videos every single day. And my favorite way to grow my personal brand was through short form video content, just because I don't really have time to be in Canva, spending nine hours creating like a Canva post that's like talking about like business strategy. But when I am traveling, like I can pull out my phone, record a 60 second talking video, hit post on TikTok, so for the first three months of my brand, I was just uploading three videos a day on TikTok. And I actually did that for several months past that. But now I've uploaded over a thousand videos on TikTok at this point. And that's what just skyrocketed the success of my brand. But it really was consistency and just like upload and ignore the views because the views will come if you're consistent. Like everyone's now in my DMs being like, oh my goodness, Maureen, how did you get 14 million views on that one video and that one video I recorded after eating a Caesar salad and I was about to go to the grocery store and there was no scripting. There was the description literally said I ate dinner with strangers. There was no hashtags. I just hit post. It took me 58 seconds to film. And now everyone's asking like, oh my goodness, how did you go viral? And it's like, I've been doing this for two years. I knew it was going to happen. And then it just took off. And now I have this huge influx of clients. I've been working with clients over the last two years, but now I'm really restructuring my business to be able to accept that. But I knew it was going to happen. So it's like for anyone that's in the beginning stages of content creation, 
ignore the views, ignore the followers, and schedule in. You will upload three videos every single day for at least three months before you even consider changing your strategy. And at the end of three months, if every video has five views, great. Okay, let's pivot. But really, until you upload at least 100 short-form videos, you don't even have enough out there to perform that science experiment and to pivot the strategy. Like, first, I just want you to get that quantity out there before you focus on, geez, I need to change my quality. It really comes down to quantity in the beginning stages. I, I completely agree. And uh, I, I just saw a video from uh, Gary V saying, just get the reps in. Uh, because he he says like hey if you would have told me two years ago that I would have post this type of post uh, like a meme post so people get the attention and then it slides and then it goes to the to the business post or you know the the, the actionable table or advice right and uh, and uh, he said like no I wouldn't know I just know this because I just get the reps in I'm like I'm always in the game I'm always posting so then I start seeing what's working but uh, it's not it's not just because of doing doing that some research anything just like get in the trenches right like get get the reps in and just post so much that then you you're gonna figure it out eventually you know so exactly <laughs> i love comparing it to the gym because so many times like i see this with new people in the gym and new people in content they're like i went to the gym every day for two weeks and nothing changed and i'm like okay it was what two weeks and even and they'll be like oh yeah i went every day for two hours a day for two weeks and i'm like great yes yeah, still nothing will change like that's two weeks and then you talk to people who go to the gym every day for three years and all of a sudden oh that person shredded but it's like and that person might only go 15 minutes a day but they go every day for three years and that's what compounds and i think it's the same way with content like if you're willing to put in the reps and you're willing to show up daily and you're willing to take messy action i built my whole business on messy action like it doesn't Every rep doesn't have to be perfect, but you just need to get them in every single day and you will catch up. You will get fitter. You will get stronger. You'll be a better content creator. And I think like anytime I wake up and I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm tired. I don't want to record eight videos today. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm getting in the reps. I might not love it right now, but that's going to build my vision for the future. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I know that I've seen you share that you you structures you you go from TikTok for the most part that's like your main thing and then from there you trickle down into repurposing into YouTube Shorts into Reels and and, and you have that all systematized like you kind of have like uh, some automations and some system that's pretty simple can you can you talk a little bit about that for the audience? Yeah, I would love to. So anytime I share the fact that my TikToks like automatically download watermark free into a beautifully sorted Google Drive folder, everyone flips out and they're like, how? And I'm like, it's so easy. So I, anytime I post a TikTok video on automation, it gets sent into a Google Drive. And then inside Google Drive, I've got this massive pool of content. So there's over a thousand videos in there that are short form of me talking. So hypothetically speaking, if tomorrow I died, which... I'm hoping that's not going to happen, but I have like three years of content that's pre-scheduled that could go out and my team will post that for the next three years. No one would even know. Like I could take a three-year trip to Bali and content still goes out. And it's because I have a content repurposing system. So inside of my main Google Drive folder, I sorted into then Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts and then trash content. So it's really just three folders and one main pool. So all my TikToks funnel into this pool and then 
either me or one of my employees will go into that pool and they'll just drag and drop videos into the Instagram Reels folder and the YouTube Shorts folder. So then once a month, I'll get into the Google Drive and I'll just make sure that everything that's chosen for Instagram and chosen for YouTube Shorts looks good because I have more personal connections on Instagram. So some of the stuff I post on TikTok is a little bit more like bold. I mean, it's not crazy bold, but it's just a little bit like, okay, that was a little too messy, too much messy action. Like I didn't brush my hair for a day. Like, let's not put that on my Instagram since I have close friends and family following. So I will just audit and make sure it looks good before it goes out on Instagram. And then my team will schedule 60 YouTube videos to go out every single month. Takes me no time at all. And then my YouTube took off last week. And it's like, everyone's asking now. And it's like, it's because of the strategy I've been using for the last six months on YouTube. I knew it was going to work and it's repurposed TikTok. So when you set up the flow, it's so easy. And then your personal brand is omnipresent. And then your clients trust you way more because people get on sales calls with me and they're like, Marina, I was scrolling on my YouTube and I saw you. Then I was on TikTok and you were there too. Then I was on Instagram and you were there. And it's like, yeah, it's personal brand affinity. People trust me because they see me everywhere. So they have no like problem paying me multiple thousands of dollars to coach them because they know I'm the type of person that's going to show up on time to a call. And like literally yesterday, I had a guy from high school, from a high school architecture class text me and he's like, get off my YouTube homepage. He doesn't even follow me on social media. And I was on his YouTube homepage and it's like, it's because of consistency. And that was a repurposed TikTok video. Yeah, yeah, and and typically when uh, when uh, something goes viral in TikTok, it just kind of goes viral in other places too, uh, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it, it requires to post it multiple times and things like that. Maybe slightly change the hook or whatever, right? But typically, uh, if it went viral it's for a reason, like people liked it, right? <clears throat> so especially in on TikTok, that is such interest based, and everybody's you know copying them right now, so. Uh, uh, for me, like I, I, I like Instagram more in, I just, I think about TikTok all the time and I'm like, maybe I should like do something like that of like, Hey, TikTok more experimental. It's not Instagram. So I don't have to overthink it that much. And then, and then from there, like take out like the most polished content and then put it on, on Instagram. That's a, it's a good, it's a good strategy. I like that. And, and having everything that can be downloaded, watermark free. Uh, and then going to to the team or just an, a simple assistant, you know, that can that can take care of that. Then that that that's a that's a great that's a great strategy. Like what I do, um, I'm not I post as much content, but I have uh, like video content, like just talking like that. I just I guess I I gotta get more vulnerable and get on that. But yeah, I do more of like okay, I got from the from the podcast from a couple talking heads, and then. From that content, my team also does written content in LinkedIn because LinkedIn is my main social media. That's what I get most of my clients. So uh, that's kind of like my my mix to what I'm doing. But I love I love what you're doing, and and really like uh, it's so much easier to focus on the on the on the video, get it out there, get on TikTok, and then trickle out from there. I really like that. I just be procrastinating on it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Huh. Um, so, um, let me see how much time we have on making sure that I don't, uh, I'll get over, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, what is, uh, you know, we, we talk a little bit about tips. We talk, uh, about, uh, the systems. What uh, I, the next thing is, 
okay, I want to get the reps in. I have the systems in place. Like, I know what I'm going to do. But then what am I going to be talking about, right? A, a lot of people, we, we get imposter syndrome. I mean, I've been doing marketing for over three years. And, and I still sometimes it's like, oh, I don't know enough or whatever. But I know I know I know a lot because of, you know, be doing it for a long time in an effective way. But, some you know, we all get those moments of, like, imposter syndrome. I don't know about anything. Like, what should I be talking about? How can I display my authenticity and not sound like a robot, right? Like those questions are like what us uh, content creators ask ourselves all the time. So what do you, what do you say to that? I know you, you've gone in a rampage of like, let me get rejected a bunch of times. Is that like how you kind of build that confidence or like, can, can you tell us uh, something about that? Yeah. So what I always tell people is stop setting goals and start setting benchmarks. And this will feed into how I never run out of content ideas. So I used to be like, okay, I want to be, I want to grow my audience on social media. I want to pour clients into my business. And now I just tell myself, here's the benchmark. Every day, three videos go out or two videos go out or whatever phase I'm in. Some days I'm uploading 10 videos across platforms. I just choose, choose the benchmark for that week or that month. So I have the benchmark. And then I tell myself, I don't care how I make that benchmark happen, but that happens. Even if I'm talking about the fact that like my cat got hit on the side of the road, that video goes out. Like it doesn't have to be the most legendary scripted video ever. So like first I get the benchmark. So if you're a business owner and you're like, I can't come up with content ideas, I don't really care. Set a benchmark because if you had to, you would. Like if, if there was actually something on the line, like you had to get three videos out that day, you could come up with three ideas. And then the second thing I tell business owners that, can't come up with content ideas or they're like, how do I turn my 3 million ideas into something that actually converts as content? I just tell them, what are your most commonly asked questions from your friends or your audience currently? And then just film a video, you answering that question. So with that rejection therapy video that got 10 million plus views, people were always asking me like, Maureen, how do you have so much confidence? And I used to not be confident at all. Like I've always been an extrovert, but I used to walk into a grocery store and feel like, oh my gosh, is someone judging me? And I was like, I, I need to get over this. So I just looked at, okay, people are always asking me in content or my friends are like, how are you confident? So I just filmed that video kind of talking to that person that's wondering that question. And I just filmed the 58 second response. Like, here's how I became confident. Here's how I achieved XYZ results. So step one, I would say, set the benchmark of here's how many videos you upload every day. And you get to that benchmark no matter what you post, because you'll come up with ideas. Like if you had to, you would. And then the second thing is just answer your most commonly asked questions from friends and family or people on social media, because that's what people want. They want to learn. And I built my whole business on educational based content. Like I'm just educating and providing free value and showing other people how to do what I did. And then that brings in one, an audience, which I don't really care about the audience. I care about helping clients, but like two, that brings in high quality clients. So that's exactly what I would tell someone that's in their beginning stages. I like that. I like that. It's uh, just, uh, I like that, especially, you know, the put the benchmark, mm -hmm. figure it out at first. You might not be good. I mean, you will likely won't be good, uh, <laughs> but it's just embrace the suck. Like we say on uh, in the military, like that's what I was uh, thought in the military. It's like, look, sometimes we got to be in Syria. We got to be in Kuwait, Qatar, whatever. It kind of sucks. But if you embrace the suck and we're doing it all together and just like it's the mission that we need to complete, period, then then 
it just it's more bearable so it's the same thing with like just put the benchmark brace the suck that you're gonna suck for probably like the first 100 videos so like <laughs> it's part of it you're gonna just go through it uh, and, and figure it out along the way and, th and i'm saying this i'm telling this to myself too by the way <laughs> okay. mm -hmm. uh, what i also love thinking through too is so many times people are like oh it's hard to post three videos a day and i remind myself it is not hard at all there are people doing there are people that are roofing for seven hours a day in the burning hot sun and like they're melting on the top of a roof and they do that every day for years to make 50k a year or 80k a year and like we have the privilege if you own a phone you have the privilege to be able to take out that phone record a talking video and if you roof great film a talking video and show other people how to roof like you could literally monetize that on top of your job like whatever job you're working you can bring in an additional income stream from content creation and like sometimes i love thinking through like yes this is uncomfortable like recording so much content every day but that's making me a stronger person. Like I used to think, oh, I hate running. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm a runner. And I just branded myself as I'm going to make that my new identity of I am a runner. I say the same thing. Like I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a content creator. I said that before I was an entrepreneur and before I was a content creator, I was like, I'm going to make that my identity. And I'm going to make my identity someone that enjoys discomfort. So like when I was running a couple of days ago, I was trying to get my fastest mile. And like, I just remember thinking on the treadmill, like, oh my gosh this hurts like, i don't like this and then instantly i like kind of rethought over that thought and i was like i love the fact that this hurts this is making me a stronger person do the same thing with content creation like it is so amazing that we live in an era where it's like you can just record a video on your phone and get paid thousands of dollars to do that if you do that for long enough whereas in the past like people's jobs it's like people used to have to farm for 12 hours a day just to make a livable income but now you can record a video of you talking about anything and that's your income. So I like just putting it front and center that it's like, there are people doing way harder things and stop, like, stop complaining about the fact that it's hard to post three videos a day. If you're the type of person that wants to make an income from your phone or work or travel off your laptop, like, get, like ditching complaining and just embracing the fact that this is an era that is insanely valuable like today is the best day to start because i honestly think in three years from now it's going to be very hard to grow an audience because right now like in today's moment there's so many consumers but there's barely any creators on social media in comparison to the people that are consuming and pretty soon people are going to catch on to the fact that like wow there's a need for creators right now there's a need for people on the other side of the phone screen not just being a viewer and once people click on to that, it's going to be harder to compete. So like, if you want to start, start today. Yeah, I, I completely, completely agree with that. Uh, there's going to be a time I, I, I'm, I'm expecting that it's going to get so easy to record content. So for example, if drones that can use artificial intelligence to track you and get the best angles and then edit it and post it for you directly like or you know it's it's live then it's posted like in minutes or, or seconds so when things get that crazy that advanced then everybody's gonna be creating content and then that that things are are, are gonna be a lot harder so like right now we're still you know ai got democratized just 
not too long ago, which makes it a lot easier for those that take opportunity for them because you do you do video, they can you can take the transcript of that and then use use that into written content. You can do all those things so if you stay ahead of the the trend. So before everybody catches up into now everybody's a content creator. When when things are hard, there's an opportunity, right? So it's it's taking advantage of the opportunity and definitely uh thinking about like okay. Just gonna record content. I don't know what I'm gonna <laughs> say all the time, but I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just like the thing about not having time to create content. In my opinion, and based on my experiences, it's just the it's just the fear of being judged. Of like, I spend this time to create this content, and now I'm like being judged by it, or it's not bringing any value to me. And it's like I spent all this time and effort, and I wanted to put these things, but if you make it so imperfect that it's just like I record it, I post it, not just let me edit all these little things and let me uh, add all everything as perfect and then you get five views. If you just did it in 58 <laughs> seconds, one shot, one kill, bomb, you send it. Then if you get five views, then you don't get that hurt, right? It's like, damn, like, and it's just not even the number. It's just the impact, right? If you don't see impact, then you're like, damn, I spent an hour editing that or something, right? So those those are the the kind of things that I see that stop people. I mean, I know it stops me because sometimes it's like, damn, like I can just focus on doing this other thing that I know is getting me clients. But then I know long term, there's nothing better than building a, a a brand through content and be omnipresent and all that. Like, I mean, I recommend this to my clients all the time. So it's just a matter of like, you know, stop stop procrastinating, stop putting excuses, just get out there. That's why I started doing lives because lives is the easiest thing. It's just live happening right now people can watch the replay so that's something that i started doing but like the tiktok part i haven't and i need to stop procrastinating on it to be honest <laughs> i love that like i i also love looking at make content one of the most fun parts of your day so like in the beginning i shared this in a youtube video and it got tons of traction but it's like i hear so many people and i used to say this too i don't have time like i'm a busy business owner i'm booked out with clients i don't have time to record content but it's like, oh, but I used to have time to watch a movie at the end of the day. That's an hour and 36 minutes. Like if I had an hour and 36 minutes to record content. So I just made content fun because I just cut out the distraction. So like I live alone. I am working, filming content or like once I finish that, then I go have fun. Then I go rock climb. Then I go spend time with friends. Then I give myself permission to do fun things. But first, it's like a non-negotiable of I'm literally sitting in silence. And I, I tell myself, like, hey, if you're burnt out, you can sit and you can look at a wall. And I'm like, great. So I'll do that for like five minutes. And then I'm like, you know what? I'd rather be filming right now. And then I'll film like eight pieces of content. And then once I hit the benchmark, then I give myself permission to like, okay, let me go book an expensive massage. Or let me go hang out with friends for two days. Like, let me do that. But so many times people, they put... The other things first, they put themselves or their fun or something like that first, which is great. But it's like, I can actually have more fun with my friends because my business is operating at a level where it's bringing in so much income. I can just randomly book a cruise to the Bahamas. And like, that's more fun when I take a friend with me to the Bahamas. And that's what I did a few months ago. It's like, called a friend. Hey, do you want to come with me to the Bahamas? And she was like, yeah, sure. But it's like, first I had to tell friends for a couple of weeks. So like, hey, I can't hang out right now. I have to film this. And like, at first people didn't understand, like my friends or family, like they didn't understand the idea of like, yeah, I'm locking myself in my cottage. Like I literally a few months ago, locked myself in my cottage for a hundred hours alone. And it was extremely uncomfortable because I'm a people person. I love being at the gym. I love like 
chatting to people, but I was just in this cottage and I'm like, either I'm going to record content or I'm going to sit here and read books. And I read a lot of books and I filmed a lot of content and that was the option. And then at the end of that hundred hours, I could then take like two months. I could literally go two months after that hundred hours and not film content. And there would still be enough content to go out there, which I know is extreme, but it's like, if you want to be in the top 1% and I don't want to be in the top 1%, I want to be in the top 15%. That's good enough for me. I have no intentions of like, being there because the top 1% has to do the top 1% of work. And like, I'm I'm good in the top 15% of work or in the top 15% of content creators in 10 years from now. But I just say like, make content fun, like make that the good option. Because when you have the option of Netflix, friends, calling people, watching YouTube videos, obviously you're going to choose that. You don't wake up just like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to film. I don't wake up like that. And it's my full-time job. So I force myself to do it. And then that lets me have more fun and play and dance between the lines after the benchmarks have been hit. So it's like kind of living life on a little bit of the extreme, but it makes it way more fun. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's like uh, roller coasters. They're fun because like you're like, oh, it feels <laughs> almost like I might die, but you don't die and you get the ups and downs and all that, right? And and that's more fun if the, the the roller coaster was just like a straight shot and that's it like it wouldn't be that fun right you want those ups and downs and thinking that you might die <laughs> that extreme you know that adrenaline i think uh, it makes it more fun in my opinion don't risk too much right but you gotta take risk and and just take it with that perspective that's what i do you know i, I think this perspective all the time so yeah oh my goodness i love um, that uh, thank, thank you for uh, thank you for coming for coming here. I, I mean, it's been a very fun conversation, and I look forward to learning more from you. Take take action. I'm gonna even tag you like to to for accountability. I'm just uh, I I just bought a lot of tech too. I spent over two grand on upgrading the tech in here, and you know I, I did this wall. I did a couple of things. So I got no. I, now I have even less excuse. You know so. Um, I got everything and I know that this is the way that focusing on media, not only I help myself, but I help my clients because growing a platform that then I can promote their own, their, my clients uh, things and do collaborations, right? Like they're, they're typically their services because I typically work with accountants and, and being able to grow their communities because I can leverage my own. Then that, that it's, it's, you know, it's not just about me. It's about the impact that I have with like with my clients and also just with the world in general, because the more that I, I can get people together with the same mission and vision and values, then we can have proposed movements together and have real positive impact in the world. 100%. I love that perspective because like you're motivating so many people through your content because there's a lot of people that it's like they want to get to that next level or they want to get where you are currently. And when you can show people the steps to make that happen, it's amazing because 200 years ago, someone couldn't Google on YouTube, how do I build XYZ? How do I do XYZ? But now people can. So there's, there needs to be someone that shows people how to get to that next stage. And it's like, I just want to help the people that are one step behind me move forward. And then there's so many people that I look up to, and they help me move forward as well. But it's like, we're all collectively moving towards self improvement. And I think content creation can be the vehicle that makes that happen. So I love that you're going to lean into TikTok content. That'll be so much fun. And I'll be on the sidelines cheering for you. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I've been thinking as you were talking, I'm like, okay, 
Can I make um can make a series? Can I make something? Because I want to make it as easy as possible that I just have, look, I know about this topic. I know that I can attack it at least 20 different ways, 30 different ways, 100 different ways, right? Uh, and then just talk about that. And I, I, I think about things that I post now. It's like I post about food, my food, because I, I, I intermittent fast almost every time unless I'm sick. Uh, like a lot of simple ingredients and things. Then also like I do yoga a lot. Then and I'm starting to record myself more. Like I never recorded myself. It's like, oh, I look kind of like crusty or something. <laughs> and then I started recording myself more. Uh, now I'm taking my tripod everywhere and just like, just put it there. If it's long time lapse, it's not, then just, just put a couple of videos. I have 128 gigabytes. So like that gives me enough room. So I, I've been doing, been doing those things to, to really just, Get out there so so i think i can just talk more about that i mean food i can talk about infinitely about that right like there's so many things and how simple i'm making it i can literally just document it's like hey this is what i'm eating today and i've kind of been doing like a food and business lives that's what i was doing it's like oh food and business with food or something right because it's like um so you know that's what i'm playing with maybe I instead of going i can just go live on tiktok you know, yeah. I got 2,000 followers, so I can go live. So I haven't gone live one time. I went like maybe two times or something. And one time it was like spike. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know what to do to keep them. <laughs> so um, so I, um, but now, you know, I'm making it as easy as possible for me to create content. And mm -hmm. that's like the, uh, 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 an advice that I give to everybody. Just make mm -hmm. it as simple as possible. Like you just like, you got the settings, the lighting and stuff, and you just, Put your phone, hit record, start doing it right, and then uh, another thing is if you don't have the, the one of the best setups that I have from um, uh, it was like Think Media, it was Sean Cannell that actually happened in my podcast. He said a lot of people think, oh, I don't have like a quiet place for everything. The car, typically, especially if you do it through the, during the day, it's like yeah. a little sound booth, right? Like there's not much sound. If if there's natural light coming in, not indirectly, is good lighting. That's why a lot of people be recording in their cars but i i thought about it it's like damn like i don't have an excuse because sometimes I, i'm being here and it's like oh I, I i there's like sounds and stuff i can just go in the car even if it's in my driveway and record there <laughs> as long as there's good lighting so that's a, an advice that i heard and i'm like this is so obvious but i just needed to be reminded and uh, and i wanted to remind people that that's an option and i want to close with this that uh, I don't know who taught me this. I think I heard it from Alex or Mosi, but I don't know if you heard it from somebody else that he said, we often, more often than not, we need to be reminded more than we need to be taught. Like all these things that we said here, they probably have listened to it from your content, from my content <laughs> and from other people, but it's just about reminding people, hey, this is not as hard. Yes, it's gonna suck, but just get the benchmarks done, get the reps in, and it's got So it's it's basic things, but sometimes we just need to be reminded more than we need to be taught. That's my closing thoughts. <laughs> I love that closing thought, and I'll add to that in saying that like you don't need new content every day. I say the same five things in my content. I've been saying the same five things for the last two years, and every single time it reaches new people. I, I think I've only gotten maybe one comment of some of them saying like, I think I've seen this video before. And I literally say the same things for the last two years and now they're going viral. So it's like, even in your content, literally you don't need new ideas. You just need to keep putting it out there because people need to be reminded because if they see it, they're probably not taking enough action. So you just need to remind them, hey, you know, 
this morning I intermittent fasted, like remind them that you did that. And then they'll be reminded that like, oh, this is going to help me. Like same thing with working out. We all know we should do it. Or we all know that if we want to build a personal brand, we should post daily. But like you and me will be here to tell, tell the people listening to this podcast, like, yes, you got this. Literally take out your phone, post it, and it will change your life if you build a personal brand. I love it. You know, uh, I think that's what I'm, I'm going to do as my series. Like, I'm on the premises. We need to be reminded more than we need to be taught. So, yes, if you learn something new about what I'm saying, great. But if it's a reminder, then even better because you probably need it even more because you already don't have an excuse because you know it. So mm -hmm. I think that's a good premise to make my content. Thank you like, <laughs> for having this conversation that got me some good ideas, you know? Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, Thanks for taking me on. So um, just to close this out, uh, what, uh, what type of people are you looking to connect with and how can people find you? Yeah. Anyone that listened to this and was inspired, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love chatting to people that find me on podcasts. I have my own podcast called Content to Clients on Spotify and Apple, so you can listen to me there. And then for all the action takers that want to build your content repurposing system and grow your personal brand, I would love to have people join my Creator Circle membership. That's this poster behind me if anyone's watching it in video format. So many people are pouring into that. Basically, I put everything I've learned that enabled me to grow my personal brand from zero to 60,000 in the last two years. So definitely join the membership if you want to work with me and I will love to see everyone that pours in there. Perfect. And, you know, just uh, do submit it, the form, as long as I have all the links, you know, all the links are gonna be in the description uh, to okay. connect with my Irene and, and just, you know, follow, follow our journey start your own journey, collaborate with us too, right? You have your own podcast. You want to create content with us, just send us a message and, and we'll be happy to collaborate. Um, so thanks, thanks, Maureen, for taking the time. I look forward to getting some clips for that. I know I, I know that we got some good clips in here and, uh, and then, you know, just keep posting content, uh, aiming to have as much impact as possible. Thank you for having me on. So this was Maureen and Fu, and this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.